This is Kevin Burke from the Thumbs in Pockets chapter of the Andy Griffith Show Rerun Watchers Club saying thanks again for listening to Burke on Mayberry. In this episode, which aired on March 9, 1964 and was written by Everett Greenbaum and Jim Fritzel, names you should recognize by now, um, this is an episode that deals with Andy trying to take a vacation. And, of course, you know the way the Andy Griffith Show's written that Andy's probably not going to be very successful as long as Barney's around, and that's basically what the episode centers on. So it opens up with Andy on the phone. We see that he's very perturbed, sort of like we see Andy uh, most most of the time in the you know the color episodes. But he's on the phone dealing with someone who's uh, uh, built a dam that's illegal, and then as he's doing that, Barney comes in with a husband and wife who have been fighting, and... There's all this yelling and screaming going on, and we hear Andy tell Barney to shut up, which is, I think, is hilarious anyway. So Andy's asking what's going on. The husband and wife continue to fight while they're explaining. And long story short, Andy decides to fine them $10 or 10 days in jail. So again, uh, at this point in time, for, and for this couple, $10 or 10 days in jail is quite a steep fine. And if you look closely at Barney's face, you can see that he's had a little bit of disbelief when Arnie, uh, Andy levels that fine. And so after that, the couple leave, and uh, again, they would throw chickens at uh, one another, so you can understand why he might be a little upset. But anyway, uh, um, Andy tries to get some counseling that he didn't really want from Barney, because, you know, Barney likes to play counselor. And basically, Andy says that he's sick of everything and everybody, including Barney, and of course, this hurts Barney's feelings. And Finally, Barney tells Andy he should have taken the vacation, tells him he should take it now, take a week off. He has suggestions for where Andy should go and uh, says maybe you should go to that Rabbit Girl Club, which I'm sure is a play on the Playboy Club, which is sort of interesting and sort of risque for the Andy Griffith Show. But again, they said Rabbit Girl Club, so you could uh, it could be a hunting club, I guess, but I doubt it. But anyway, um, uh, that's how this particular scene ends with uh, Andy deciding he's going to take a vacation. So the next scene, we see Barney uh, inspecting Gomer as a deputy because Gomer has been previously deputized, and Andy walks in in regular clothes, and we we find out that Barney had called Andy down because he wanted to inspect Gomer because he didn't want Andy to be concerned about what was going on while he was on vacation. So uh, basically, uh, Andy notices Gomer doesn't have a badge on and tells him so and tells him how important it is and and uh, finally, uh, Barney's like, okay, you can go now. Uh, I'll take care of this. And so Andy does leave, and uh, he gets home. And as soon as he gets home, uh, Aunt B tells him that uh, someone is called and said there's a lot of yelling and screaming going on at the courthouse. So Andy doesn't even get to sit down. He turns around and goes back to the courthouse. And lo and behold, uh, Barney and Gomer are locked, have locked themselves in the jail cell. <laughs> and the funny part I like about this episode is that uh, – Barney and Andy, uh, excuse me, Barney and Gomer had been yelling and said five people saw them locked in the jail cell, and they all just laughed. Nobody came in to help them. So they really weren't too worried about law enforcement being locked up. So again, uh, uh, Andy uh, lets them out of the jail cell, and he gets the jail key out of the drawer, not the door. If the key had been on the door, you know, then uh, they could have reached it, but obviously they'd had it in the drawer, which means it was in maximum security. So Andy goes back home, and uh, and we see him at home on this next scene, and he's talking to a townsperson about making sure their businesses are checked at night, and Andy assures him that it will be, and he gets off the phone, and, and then again, the phone rings almost immediately, and it's Miss Bunny Caldwell who's upset because Gomer's given her a parking 
parking ticket for parking in an area that's uh, slotted for certain time frames not to be parked at. Aunt B starts to argue that Miss Caldwell knows that uh, uh, that law, but Andy finally says, I've had enough, and decides to go sit in the front room with his favorite magazine, of course, which is the National Geographic, sits down in a chair with his back to the window, and within a few seconds, guess who appears? It's Barney. And basically, he's just asking for an extra set of handcuff keys, which makes me wonder what happened to the first set of handcuff keys. But anyway, um, uh, then Gomer appears, and Andy's sort of like, why does it take two of you to come after some handcuff keys? And then and then Gomer reaches in to grab an apple, and Andy sees that they're handcuffed together. So um, Andy uh, unlocks them so they can leave, and then uh, after they leave, he gets another telephone call, and it's from a lady whose cat's up in a tree. And so uh, Andy assures her that Barney's really good at getting cats out of the tree. And so, again, you know, basically we see that Andy, even at home on vacation, people are uh, still calling him and talking to him because they depend on him so much. But after this, it was sort of the last straw. Andy, Andy finally decides, you know what, I'm going to the mountains. And he tells Aunt B that he's going to go to the mountains, and he asks her to keep it quiet and not tell anybody. And Aunt B does the old tick-a-lock, which means I'm going to keep a secret and not tell anybody. Uh, uh, we hear that phrase used quite a bit on the Andy Griffith show. So in the next scene, we see Andy in the mountains setting up camp. You see a, a tent. He's got a fire going. And uh, then we go back to the courthouse quickly. We see Barney with his feet up on the railing and his hands behind his head in a very relaxed position while Bar- uh, Gomer is sweeping away. See, Barney's enjoying having someone do the work for him as he does for Andy. And then all of a sudden, an officer comes in and tells him that a prisoner has escaped from the federal penitentiary. Now, if the prisoner looks familiar, this is Alan Melvin. And, of course, he appears as several different characters. He appears as a grocery worker. He appears as one of the two gentlemen who set up the fruit stand just outside of town. And we see him in other episodes as well. Uh, And you probably best know him as being uh, Sam the Butcher on the Brady Bunch show. But uh, he's the prisoner. And they put him in the jail cell, and they forget that they've left the key on the door by the jail cell. And so uh, Gomer says he really thinks because we got a federal prisoner, and he's sort of mean that we ought to get Andy there. And, of course, Barney doesn't want to disturb Andy while he's on vacation. So Barney and Gomer have their back to the jail cell, and they're arguing, of course, while they do that. The prisoner reaches through, grabs the key, unlocks himself, and walks right out the door without them knowing it. So he probably wasn't even locked up for more than 45 seconds. He's already escaped. Unfortunately for the prisoner, guess where he goes? He goes to the mountain, and he runs into Andy. And, of course, Andy's not in any uh, sheriff-type clothes, and he's sitting there frying bacon, and that's how the prisoner found him. He smelled the bacon. Again, I like how the writers tied this together, so you wonder how you got all these mountains and they could run into each other. Well, he ran into him because he smelled Andy frying bacon. And in the very next scene, we see that Andy's got the prisoner uh, tied up to a tree, uh, Andy uh, discovered because of his shoes and some other things he had talked about that this guy was not who he said he was and realized it was a prisoner. And so uh, Andy uh, decides that he's going to go get some help to, to basically take him in. The prisoner claims that, you know, I might get cold. So Andy takes his jacket off and puts it on the prisoner. He had already taken the prisoner's jacket off. It was sort of a jean jacket. Probably wouldn't have been comfortable to tie his arms around the trees in the jean jacket. So Andy puts his jacket on there, again, showing that he cares for people. And then Andy takes the prisoner's jacket. Well, in this same scene, though, we switch over and we see uh, Barney and Gomer drive up in the squad car. And they get out and they decide they're going to go search the woods because they realize that the, uh, the prisoner's probably in the woods somewhere. And so 
this is the funny scene where uh, Gomer talks about making owl noises. Hoo, hoo, and Barney can make squirrel noises so they can communicate with each other. And Barney says, that's really not necessary. You just We can call each other by name and that'll work. So they start to look for the binoculars, and they even argue over using the binoculars like two brothers would. And, and uh, when Gomer looks through the binoculars, he says he sees a man tied to a tree. So Barney and Gomer run down to the tree, and the prisoner sees them coming and realizes who they are, so he hides his face. And remember, he's got Andy's jacket on, so he's not easily recognizable, and he disguises his voice. So he tells them that he was jumped by the prisoner, and uh, that uh, you know that he ran, went north, and so so without even taking a good look at him, uh, uh, Barney and Gomer uh, let him go, and he takes off immediately. And uh, Barney and Gomer then decide they're going to go look for the prisoner who they just let loose, and they didn't realize it. So uh, they start scouring through the woods, and then they see a man in a jean jacket, and lo and behold, it's Andy. But they don't recognize that it's Andy because they're behind him, and Andy's got a rope in his hand. He's working on undoing a knot as he's uh, getting a boat that he looks like he's going to take out on the lake. And and a funny scene, Barney <laughs> and Gomer getting ready to uh, go pounce on him, and it ends up being uh, Barney that slides down there. And Barney jumps on Andy's back, and then they wrestle for a minute, and then they realize that uh, Andy realizes he's got Barney down on the ground, and Barney realizes that Andy's got him pinned down. And so, uh, you know, unfortunately Andy realizes that they let the prisoner go, and so they have to go looking for him. So Barney and Gomer go one area, Andy goes off by himself, and lo and behold, uh, somehow um, Barney and, and Gomer are trailing each other and don't realize it around a big tree, and so they're walking around in circles. We see also that Andy's off to another area, and he actually sees the prisoner and catches the prisoner, handcuffs him, and starts to take him back to Barney and Gomer, and we see that Gomer mistakes Barney for the prisoner this time, and Gomer's got a hold of Barney, and Andy tells him to let him go. So again, they finally catch up with the prisoner, and they take him back. In the final scene, again, a lot of times you don't see this on the episodes that are cut, we see that uh, Andy's back in uniform, back at the courthouse, Barney's sitting there reading the newspaper, and the newspaper has written an article about their them catching the prisoner. And basically, as Barney reads the article and it starts to mention him, it mentions Deputy Fike, F-I-K-E, which, of course, upsets Barney because the guy never can get his name right. He always writes it as Fike, F-I-K-E. So after he finishes reading it and Barney says, you know, that was a pretty rough time, Andy suggests that Barney take a week off vacation. You know, and this seems like a pretty uh, reasonable and nice thing for Andy to do for Barney. And then as Barney leaves, we see Andy kick back with his own National Geographic. And we all realize that Andy realizes the only way he's going to get some semblance of a vacation is to get rid of Barney for a week. Now, it being Mayberry, I doubt he got much of a vacation, but he probably found that he could have more of a rest time sitting in the office reading the va- reading the National Geographic than letting Barney try to run things while Andy's at home. So again, another good episode. I love how the writers melded everything together here. Now here's your trivia question. Um, after Andy unlocked the handcuffs from Barney and Gomer, Barney's upset and he calls Gomer a name. What name did Barney call Gomer right after Andy unlocked their handcuffs? If you think you know the answer to this, then you can email me at burke at imayberry.com. That's B-U-R-K-E at the letter I, mayberry.com, and tell me your answer, and I'll respond and let you know if it's correct or not. 
Or you can go to my website, burkeonmayberry.com, and look down the list of episodes. Again, this one is Andy's Vacation. In parentheses, you'll see the answer to this trivia question. Again, I appreciate you listening and supporting Burke on Mayberry. If you have any questions or comments, don't hesitate to contact me at burke at imayberry.com. Also, continue to listen and watch to uh, my friend Alan Newsom's podcast, uh, Two Chairs No Waiting. It's uh, got a lot of good information, whether you listen to the most recent ones or go back. He's got some interesting interviews, good videos. Highly recommend you take a look at that as well. And as we say in Mayberry... My best to you and yours, and thanks again for listening to Burke on Mayberry.